0: Hi, this is Adam Green, the director of Hatchet, and you're listening to the Skeleton Crew exclusively at horrorbid.com. Hey, and welcome to another Skeleton Crew retrospective special show. <laughs>
1: Yay! <laughs> Can you tell it's nine in the morning?
0: <laughs> the Hatchet franchise—it hasn't been—it's not a franchise till you get to the third one, I think. Yep. So, but we're gonna break this into two shows because we got a lot of stuff in store. So, we got Hatchet one and two reviews right now, and then on June fourteenth or fifteenth, we'll see something around that time. We're gonna uh, give you Hatchet three—a whole big special show for that and uh that's about it so there's a couple things that we're going to get to after this we're going to get to the vhs vhs2 review
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we're going to review uh man of steel oh no oh yeah man of steel is one we're going (laughs) to review soon and the other one that you sent i mean uh told us about
1: the place beyond the pines one of the best movies i've ever seen so i want to definitely hit that one up for sure
0: okay and jamie what do you want to get to in the next two weeks
3: I want to, uh, I still want to get out to see The Purge.
0: The Purge, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So that's a pretty cool movie. And then, uh, so the only thing going on in horror right now is, uh, 35th anniversary Halloween. Blu-ray is coming out this year and it's going to have commentary from John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis. I guess they're sitting together and, uh, doing that.
1: Dude, I want to grab that.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know how many copies I could buy of, of the same movie. I think I have about, like, 40 right now.
1: Do, do you really, though? Like, how many copies do you really think you have of Halloween, though?
0: Okay, I got a VHS. I got a blue uh, DVD. Then I got an extended DVD with the TV cut. Okay, Yeah. Then I got another one of the original DVDs for some reason. Then I got the Blu-ray... And then uh, so that's five. <laughs> and I, I know I bought something else. I just don't know what it was. I'm sure there was another special. Oh, um, there was something with uh, a certain commentary or a certain like featurette. Featurette, yeah. Mm. So I bought another version for that. Wow. So, yes, yeah, so I think I have to stop. I don't know if I'll probably just honestly just download the commentary. There you that's go. Like me
3: and Jaws. Like I have oh, really? every I have every single version of that movie that has ever been released, except for oddly the Blu-ray, which I just for some reason haven't picked up yet, and that's retarded. But yeah. you know? and that's the only one I ever had.
1: <laughs> nice. I, I I've held off this far, guys. I'm still uh, I'm still Jaws-free on uh, on June 9th, so. I'm gonna try and do it, man. I got less than a month. If I can make it till Fourth of July weekend, dude, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Usually, I, ha- I can't do it.
3: I plan to watch it. This I had planned to watch it this weekend, and yeah. uh, haven't gotten to do it yet. But the weekend's not over, so
1: it ain't yep. over, bitches.
0: Dan, you're gonna have to break your tradition and watch Jaws earlier than July Fourth in order oh, to do the
1: retrospective. Shit, I forgot about that. Wow.
0: Yep, you have to break it,
1: mother. Fucker. I'm going on the, uh, out on the boat later today, cruising the Jaws scene again. Yeah, buddy.
0: <laughs> and uh, so that's that. So we're going to get to it. we got Hatchet 1 and Hatchet 2 reviews. So uh, we will be right back after this.
1: Once upon a time, there was a boy named Victor Crow Folks weren't too kind of
2: Victor. So he stayed hidden in his daddy's house, out in the bayou. One night some mean children came to his
1: house, and there was a bad fire. When his daddy jumped down the door to save him, he didn't know Victor was pressed against the other side. And poor Victor Crowley died. They say people disappear in those woods legend has it, if you get close enough to the old Crowley house at night, you can still hear Victor Crowley,
2: Roman in the woods, crying for his dad. I
1: want to go home.
0: I'm going to die. This is Hatchet. It came out in 2006. The budget was $1.5 million. It starred Joel David Moore as Ben... Tamara Feldman as Mary Beth I don't think she's Corey Feldman's sister Cousin Dean Richman as the token black guy I mean Marcus And Kane <laughs> Hodder as Victor Crowley Slash Mr. Crowley And uh, the hot girls Who were naked in half the movie Were Mercedes McNabb And the really hot one was Jolay <laughs> Fianor Nice one <laughs> nice this ain't the skeleton crew unless we butcher
1: somebody's name
0: and there are obvious cameos and stuff like that from robert england he was in the beginning uh uh, tony todd and john Carr buchler and that's as far as i'm going with this the way this movie starts is uh there's these kids it's mardi gras and um it's what mardi gras is that the name
3: uh, it's just really cute the way you say it. <laughs> well, what is the other way
1: to say it? <laughs> Mardi Gras.
3: Mardi Gras. Gras McFly. There's, a, there's an R in there. Mardi Gras. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did
0: I say? Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras, yeah. <laughs>
3: hey,
1: fucking accents, Rub it off on Alex. Fucking asshole, dude. Hey, Mardi Gras. Fucking Mardi Gras. I'm going with that <laughs> shit. Mardi Gras. going to drink some beers and fucking meet up with Jamie Jenkins and maybe do a little. <laughs> <laughs> Mardi Gras. Mardi
0: Gras. Well,
3: no, well, you don't have to be that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the hard R. I mean that pronounced.
3: Mardi Gras.
0: Yeah, now I become a <laughs> hick. In <laughs>
3: these movies, you have a terrible Southern accent, so you would sound like that.
0: <laughs> exactly. So see, I'm, I'm just trying to be. I'm a, I'm a method post. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the movie starts off. Robert yeah. England and some other dude are hunting. Yeah, so they get killed pretty quickly. Um, I believe Robert England's. Freddy Krueger's death was off-screen.
3: Disappointing.
0: Yeah, isn't that weird? Why would you... If you're Adam Green, and you're obviously just, like, having your little... uh, getting all your 80s favorites in there, why would you have Freddy Krueger's kill off-screen?
1: Well, no, dude. No, (laughs) I disagree with that. See, brother? Listen, that plays... um, Basically, that is the, the lore. That's the legend, um, you know, the, and you find out more and, about it. And, the
3: legend is that the kills always take place off screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the blood splatters against the tree <laughs> fucking twenty times.
0: Oh, 20 times with that.
1: Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. But, dude, that's the whole reason fucking uh, Victor Crowley is who he is. You know what I mean? Because like, he kills off screen? Yeah, exactly. But
3: dude, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> He's like Bigfoot. He won't let himself be filmed.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> no, you know what they, you know they should have done, dude? They should have had fucking Robert Anglin guarding Victor Crowley with his back to him and he thought he was dead.
0: All right. How, the, the ghost of Michael Myers.
1: Uh, no, I'm saying, though, I, I would guess probably that death or the lack of thereof was probably due to budget. I mean, let, let's not forget. Budget? Dude, you killed no
0: names. Why wouldn't you spend the money on Robert England?
1: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I, I, you're right. <laughs> Good point there, bro. Well,
0: no, actually, you do Stop have a in point. a dick. I'm trying to justify it. Cause no, I... no, no. Actually, I'll help you out. You have a point, because they would have had to pay a uh, higher-price actor one more day to probably get his kill in if it was on screen.
1: Exactly, bro. Good point. But I want to add on, too, why would you just fucking have Robert... I mean, technically, I don't know if that's... Yeah, that's considered a cameo or whatever, but for a cameo, he's a big part of the whole Hatchet series and why shit went down or whatever. But, dude, they didn't have enough money to pay him. If he was going to be in a full fucking fleshed out old and I'm sure they would have loved it, but hey, that's what it called for. That's what the call sheet called for. There you go. Yeah. You know? So
0: yeah, well, what do you want to talk about? The the negatives, the positives, the what the F moments, the kills. I mean there's a lot of places we can go. We don't have to go in order, obviously. I mean we could okay let's start What's in the, order at least. Yeah, you know?
1: I wanna go over the story real quick, guys, because to me, what did you all right what did you guys think initially? Because it's a uh, it's Mardi Gras, and, and there's this... I mean, I guess he's like the geeky dude, Joel David Moore, JP from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> I want on your face.
3: How can he see me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about getting robot legs. <laughs> They're
2: risky, <laughs> but it's worth
0: it. Well, you know what? The story... Here's what I'll give you. I love the Louisiana swamp shit. I think that's good. Yep. Uh-huh. I think... The story of, of Hatchet, or oh Christ, what we, we don't call Jason Machete. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that the story no, that's of... that's
3: someone else. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: Machete. <laughs> he don't text and he don't listen to the skeleton crew neither.
2: <laughs>
0: but uh, no, uh, so Victor Crowley, I love the story about that. I love the atmosphere. I love... Uh, that. That's about it, I guess. That's good enough. So,
1: What about the, what about the tits?
0: The tits. Okay, let's get into some characters here. Okay, <laughs> the two girls. I loved having them in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jamie, when you see girls like that, you're a chick, and uh,
3: I am a chick. Very good.
0: You didn't have too many lesbian experiences, did you?
3: Uh, well, I defined too many. Oh my God. <laughs> no, she didn't. Oh, no, she didn't. Hey. Uh, Get to the question. I know there's a question. There's always
0: a question. Do you get a little... Do you do you enjoy watching these girls lift their shirts up every 20 minutes?
3: Actually, yeah. I like I like to look at women's bodies. I don't have... Yes! that. I think women are beautiful. It's not like a typically like a lustful thing. You know, it's more like an appreciative thing.
0: Yeah. And I always said if I was a girl, I'd be a lesbian. So I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't fuck a guy. I just don't... I just can't see that happening.
1: I can Alex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is the gayest horror film ever made. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the token black guy. I th- I found that repulsive.
1: Is it it's uh, Scream 3, right?
0: Scream 3 was he in Scream 3?
1: I am not a Randy substitute. Yeah, Ricky who works at the video store. It's an oh, homage. Man dude
0: (laughs) and and what we're gonna get into this with part two also what is with adam green putting all these token black guys in his movies
1: yeah yeah, yeah. everybody's got at least one black friend
0: who acts like a stereotypical black guy who hangs out with white guys
1: might as well if you're going stupid slasher like like what he was going for with hatchet yeah I think it worked for the. I'm glad you brought that up, though, man. Because I think it worked in this one. That guy was funny, good actor. Now, besides the um the the funny ass fucking story, or I'm sorry, the funny ass song and the chicken and the biscuits, that guy wasn't funny. He had a couple funny lines, but um to me, the token black guy, it all comes down to character and and, and all that shit. Because listen, yeah, man, was funny though. And that's what I'm saying. Dude, all my black friends, dude, that's all they joke about is fucking shit like that. But like I said, man, it's got to me and you were talking about this way when, when Alex fucking played that shit on a loop. I appreciate the hell out of Alex for shit like that. Like, to me, that is like straight comedy. And I, and it is as embarrassing as it is or whatever. Dude, I, I love the shit out of you, bro. I love fucking you guys. <laughs> <laughs> love it, dude. The best part about that loop was, I love
0: fucking fucking you guys, yo. I love fucking you guys, yo, yo, <laughs> or something like
2: that.
1: It was so funny, I had to do it. But Wait. dude, you know what I'm saying though, it comes from a place where it's kind hearted and and it's yeah. not like a racial thing in in terms of uh, the token black guy. So
3: you guys are overlooking the most important thing about this guy, and that is. He was fucking Kenny on The Cosby Show.
1: Yes! Oh, my
3: <laughs> God!
0: Jamie Jenkins, Jamie G. Jenkins. Wow, how about that? Well, here's the thing. He's funny, though. <laughs> I'm just
3: saying. I, I just no, no,
0: him. he's – he's. I thought he was funny. Like, actually, when he was like, um, hey, man, can you spot me uh, $40? He's like, oh, you don't have it? And he goes, no, I do. I'm just not paying for this bullshit.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that.
0: <laughs> that was good stuff, it man. There
3: a lot of good it, lines uh, in that movie, bro. Who- also, he was—he uh, played the uh, token black guy, and not another teen movie. Not
1: another teen movie.
3: Exactly. So really, I, I think that he purposely cast him here right. because of that. You know, because of him. Wow. being – Wow. And didn't he play a token black guy somewhere else?
0: Or like I said, he was token. And Dan goes, "You do realize he played that in a, in the, that one, whatever you just said." Yeah. yeah. Another, no, another T-movie, yeah. He's, but what else was he in? He was a token black guy
1: somewhere else, too. Yeah, he was in Scream 3, man. He, oh, that's right. it? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and and even that, dude, and I'm sorry, it, and that sucks, man. I hate to, you know, see shit like that in Hollywood or whatever. But you know what? At the same time, I say I hate to see it, but you don't see it that often and played like the way it is. You know, like think about it, dude. It's Hatchet. Like you can get away with kind of comedy type shit. Let's face it, dude. This is a comedy. Hatchet One is a straight up comedy, dude, with yeah. blood, guts, gore, and some scares. You know,
0: there are tons of funny parts. Even Car yeah. the, and the cameo Carl Buchler, who obviously is responsible for Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. Right, he's he's in this and in Part Two, and he he was hilarious when he was like warning them to, what are you doing? It's closed. And then the Chinese kid's like, oh, don't worry about him, this guy drinks his own piss. And then he drives away, and he literally drinks his own piss. (laughs) Like, because you think that that's just gonna be, like, some kind of joke, like he's just putting him down for being some, you know, swamp hick or whatever.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And, and, and dude, the funniest parts, like, they were having a conversation about, oh, your girlfriend, uh, something about a girl he was hit, and he goes, she kept scratching herself. So then... Like ten or fifteen minutes later, they're on the boat, and the guy wants to bang the blonde. I think, and he looks, and she's scratching herself. He's like, "Damn,
3: <laughs> the crabs, yeah, yeah."
0: Jamie, did you ever have crabs? Uh,
3: no, Alex, I have not.
0: No, okay, good, well, good. Because I was gonna tell you. About, no, uh...
3: I have not. <laughs> well, pink eye, pink eye, poopy. Eye. I have had pink eye, but it was not from being shot in it.
0: Did you ever have any kind of black murky discharge come out? No. Okay, forget it. Uh, and oh,
1: shit. No, but yo, I um, oh, I, like so the, I like
0: I like. Oh yeah, you know, the, no, the, the 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 chicks were hot. All this, I got, I gotta admit though, man, Tony Todd's scene was just flat. It was bad acting, man. I just didn't buy the character. But it's odd because I think he really recovered in the next one. But what really? Yeah, I think his. I think he was better in the next one. Mm,
3: Who are we talking
0: <laughs> Tony Todd. Tony
3: Todd? Oh, yeah, I do too. I do too. I yeah, do. In, the, in
0: the next one he's better, but in this one, Jamie, what do you think about his acting? Just that one scene was kind of like...
3: Oh, it was just... It was... Forced. Really campy, really... Uh, I don't know. It didn't feel right. It just... No. It was kind of like when he was in the beginning of um, Scarecrow Killer. Right, right, but, right. Um it just it it just felt wrong and like he was just there to be there and it wasn't it didn't feel like him, you know. Yeah, no.
1: Can I make a comment real quick about that guys? In number no. th- Thanks, Alex. In number <laughs> two, I feel like they were trying to overcompensate for the lack of um character development in one, I mean they wanted to expand on it and I love his character in that movie, don't get me wrong. But dude, they played that shit out way too long. Like he was the fucking and I actually liked his whole. We'll we'll get into number two, but I felt like it was too much. You know, it's almost like not enough, too much. But okay, yeah,
0: we'll get into same that. Same
1: time, uh, yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's the Tony Todd thing. But that's yeah. a good point.
0: Well, I didn't like the phony Jamaican accent either. I, I thought that was uh, and even the the white thing on his eye didn't work for me in this movie. It just everything seemed very phony. And then in part two. The white thing works, and I kind of felt weird when he wiped it off, but whatever. So this
2: was
3: I, I like, this was like, I mean, the gore was over the top. Even you like it. What's all about the kills? then? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do, yeah, I do like it. Um, there are some that <laughs> oh, like the, um, the the when the old couple.
0: Oh, Jamie, that is the greatest kill I feel like in horror history. Almost. It is
3: so fucking awesome. What? I have to what? give him that. I love it so
0: much.
1: <laughs> Which one does?
0: The old couple. He. I forgot. He. Dude. The, the The. The old dude becomes irrelevant because you don't even remember that shit by the time uh, Victor Crowley takes this bitch's teeth from the top and bottom and pulls her fucking face apart. That. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, wow. I I feel like I thought of this, but I guess I never thought of that. Right. And <laughs> it was unbelievable. And that is the kind of shit. That's fun, horror shit right there, man. And it's almost viewed you you could go, Oh, this guy's trying too hard. He's just trying, he's going this but look, nobody else ever did it. And who's to say what he's doing?
3: That's what he wanted to do. Yeah, right? well, this is the thing. Exactly. That- Adam Green is the kind of artist that I that I believe in I, as far as ultimately he does what he wants to do. Right. And that's what I feel like you really need to do as an artist. You, you have to make yourself happy, uh, because if you don't, then you're just going to start resenting what you do. Right. And so he all of his movies, he makes them for him. And exactly. he does, you know, he does exactly what he wants to do. I mean, this was like, this was like a geek's toy box, you know, right? making this movie. I mean, can you imagine mm. being able to just pull all of these elements together and doing whatever the fuck you want to with them? Yeah. This way he was living a, a nerd's wet dream. And, right, exactly. And yeah. So, yeah, he's
0: the luckiest guy. He's doing what we all want to do. Yeah, exactly, of course. Dude. Of course. He, he's just a lucky son of a
3: bitch. So he loves what he does. And I don't you know, I don't care for everything he does. Like it doesn't you know, always strike me. So what but whatever, man, he's happy doing it and he's getting to do it and I'm not. So there you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, let's get into the kills then. You got um the the, the the camera guy who was videotaping the chicks, his head was like uh twisted or something. That that was a little too artsy for me. I really didn't like the way that kill played, and I, I didn't like the first kill either—the one who was killed with Robert England. That was edited terribly. I don't know if you guys noticed that when you watched for this show.
1: Oh my god, yeah, fucking Ainsley. yeah, that was atrocious, bro.
0: It yeah.
3: seems to be—it seems to be one end of the spectrum or the other. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the kills either fail or. Guys, do you guys see what I'm saying? I want to know why Adam Green <laughs> is on blast, dude. Like. Good or bad, I I feel like... Because this movie made theater. Uh, the, second
0: it was in, one, it. the second one did. No, uh, the second it, one didn't. It, bare, it it went to video
3: on demand. No, the second one was in the theater. Oh, which, yeah, for two seconds, though. Yeah. AMC <laughs> decided they were going to show it, or they yep. agreed to show it unrated, and I'm then...
0: Up. Yeah, but for two hours, and they were done. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: right, yeah, it did not last long, but... Um, right. But anyway, well, Dan, Dan,
0: that's why. That's why because even if you go after the guy who did Smiley, if you go after the guy who did this, that it, right. the reason him and Rob Zombie are two sort of oh well, I don't know if Rob Zombie is considered an indie director or anything, but but uh, obviously not. But well. it, the reason why these two guys are high profile is because their movies make it to theater compared to the the billions of indie directors that don't. So like that. Right.
3: Think about it. Adam is. He's living the dream. Exactly. He is, he is our age, and he's living the fucking dream. You know, I think a lot of people just are drawn to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like a I don't know. It's crazy. Like Eli Roth. Where the hell did he come from? Thank you. Know? you thank all, you. Not, all of a sudden, just Eli Roth. You know, and I'm like
0: right. what? Yeah, yeah, out of nowhere. Okay, so we're supposed to like hostile now.
3: Yeah, he's made Shut three. Up. <laughs> He made, like, three quarters of a movie and suddenly he has all this pull in Hollywood. And I know he didn't. I mean, What I mean is, like, he just was hardly even barely making them yet, and already he's a huge name. Oh, that's
1: and just- everybody's like, oh, Tarantino fucking, you know, oh, it's all because of Tarantino. No, it wasn't. And, guys, I want to say that, too, them both being from Boston, dude, that's just – that's the reason – why I like him so much, you know, Adam Green's got a house, like, right up the fucking street, basically, like, 20 minutes away, and I'm sorry, dude, I know dude, it's... Dude, tell them about our show. I know, but I know it's obnoxious and all that, but, dude, that's where that pride comes in, it's like, dude, they're just fans, dude, and I don't want to get that misconstrued with, yo, in Boston, it ain't about Boston, it's not about where you're from, dude, it's about realizing that these dudes came... You know, in this case, where I come from and shit like that. And they're fans, dude, and they're doing it. So that's why I'm I'm so proud of those guys. And, and I'm such a fan of them, you know?
0: And we're a fan of you because you're from Boston.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So the Chinese
0: guy, here's... That's a kill. That was interesting. He gets the... Uh, shit. Victor Crowley gets a shovel. And he, like, swings it and chops his leg off. And then... He puts a shovel to his, like,
2: face,
1: and he stomps on it or something, right? Yeah, dude, he oh, he, he separates his face fucking right in half, dude. That's a <laughs> badass kill, dude. And even
0: the kills are comedic. That's what's funny about this movie. Yeah, I guess... But you know what? The kills are comedic in Friday 4, dude. He, he, he sticks a knife in the, in the banana gets squeezed and uh, the double combo platter with, Hey, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? You know, all that kind of shit. That's funny to me. I think it's funny when he mushed the guy's face in the shower. Back then, that was probably funny. Like, I I don't know. I, I'm i not, I wasn't 30 back then or, or whatever, 20 back then. I don't know. Well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't either. Yeah, but the thing is,
0: how do people? Pre- it's all about perception, Jamie. Uh, is this really any different than Friday the Thirteenth if you were twenty in nineteen eighty? Is it any different? It is the time. Yes, it is okay. different. But it's the times that's different. Right. Well, yeah. of course. So that it moves on,
3: it moves along with itself. But I don't, Friday the Thirteenth, right. the original right. Friday the Thirteenth was was straight horror. I mean, there was nothing. There right. was nothing funny about that. But by part.
0: Three, it's comedy.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, but still, they're going for an
0: eye popping out towards the camera, Jamie.
3: That was a three D movie. I mean, you have to give them something. Oh, um, <laughs> don't look, don't start talking shit about Friday Three because I'm gonna tell you, I was just in my mind thinking it is so hot that you know so much about Fridays. Like, I mean, that you can quote him as much as you do, and I was just like, that's so fucking sexy. And right, then baby. I'll be damned if you didn't start ragging on Three. So. <laughs> You just ruined it
0: <laughs> I'm not ragging jamie let's i'll I'll keep it good. I'm not ragging. I did the same thing with Part four by telling you about the comedy elements it's not it's not about that all I'm saying is how can you say that a guy's face being crushed and his eye coming to the camera is not as ridiculous as fucking a uh, guy with a chainsaw running up two guys' cocks in you know in the next movie? Like I don't see what's different about that. Like I don't know. I think I feel like with the time
3: it's and the telling, day. And when, well, well, now well, if you're talking about Hatchet Two, then you're talking about something totally different, anyway. Because okay, it's you're impossible. right. Let's not go there. You're right. It's tonally not the same as the first one, and... Okay,
0: even... Okay, t- take a part one kill. The um, the the camera guy's head being twisted off. That's not serious. If it was a serious kill...
3: Well, of course it's not serious. There's nothing about that movie that's serious.
0: Yeah, neither is squeezing a head, and neither is... um,
3: <laughs> Neither
0: is shooting a, a harpoon at a girl's eye. That's 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 for... Wow, he hit her in the eye, and that's cool. came at you. It's, what are it's, you
3: talking about? No, it's not. It's for Al that would fucking hurt. He hit her in the eye. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> that's... No, that's for entertainment.
3: <laughs> of course it's for entertainment, but it's for morbid entertainment because it fucking hurts. But, I mean, so, like, it doesn't get you, but I, they were still going for the the gore of it. They were going for the hardcore of it. Like, that wasn't meant to be funny. So
0: was Adam Green is going for the hardcore?
3: No, Adam Green is going for the goof. I mean...
0: No, there's there's a mix. There's a mix there. It's like... like it's yeah, the perfect. I like it.
3: Hatchet is more like Evil Dead 2 than it Ooh. is like Friday the 13th.
0: Uh, that's a little too far.
3: I'm just saying... I just <laughs> said more like. I didn't say it was that off the wall. But I mean, it, what I'm saying is it would lean... I feel like it would lean farther that way. Okay, I agree. You know? That
1: a, it, right, right. I agree with you both. Would you guys just simplify it and agree <laughs> with the... No, I, I didn't mean it like... Well, what's the middle ground? House? Can, can can we all just agree that I
3: it, just reviewed House on Devour? Nice, it's coming out on the next show.
1: That's just, it. I saw is it more but, than five minutes.
0: I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, okay, sorry, Dan. What were we saying?
1: No, it's okay. Um, this movie knows what it is. That's what I was trying to say.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, oh it totally does. And everything's in everything is intentional, and Perfect. I'm okay with that. You know, because <laughs> that's that was the point. Um, and I think he delivered that. Uh, exactly what he was going for, and I am okay with that. I had, you know, that's all right. You had fun, that's Jamie. Want to
1: yeah. hear a funny story? We're <clears throat> getting ready to watch, uh, or it was right after we, me and Alex, both watched Hatchet Three. He's like, dude, who's that Chinese kid? That guy, like, I know I've seen him before. <laughs> It's the same dude who has a fucking a a new role in every movie. He played the the twin brother in two of the dude that Mm -hmm. died the first one, and then this one he's a he's a uh, recovery uh, guy. Oh, it's hilarious, Alex. Dude, I
0: know where have I
1: seen him? I've seen (laughs) one in two,
0: dummy. (laughs) Why do I know him? you know know why I made that mistake or not mistake, but on observation, because I watched Hatchet in 2007. Oh, you haven't watched it since? Never again. It just didn't do anything for me at that time. Then I watched Hatchet 2, whenever the hell that came out, and I, I thought that was the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. I I don't know why. I don't know what it was about it that made me think that. Never watched it again. Well, I will
3: tell you. <laughs> when we get there, I will tell you.
0: Okay. So then, then I watched three for the first time in 2013 and i said who
1: the hell is that kid
0: (laughs) so that's that's the short story Made, yeah, no, made longer. That
1: was fucking hilarious, dude. But, yeah, I think this movie knows what it is. The characters are good. But, yeah, but getting back to the kills, though, <clears throat> those were some ruthless fucking kills. And there was even a couple jump scares. Would you guys agree that it wasn't like, oh, my God, that was fucking atrociously scary, but it's like, you know, a couple... <gasps> oh, good. No, there was good. Good jump scares, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think it was effective in that way. You know, one major issue I have, though, is that they keep referring to Victor as a ghost and and yet he's a physical right in front of you stick a hatchet in his head dude. Well somebody
0: said if a ghost can physically manifest itself then it could be killed or something I forgot what he said.
3: I know and that's such random bullshit.
0: How come he can't fall
1: through the floor? <laughs> but,
3: that is know, just, uh, we're gonna make some shit up and that, you know, yeah. like, God, do better than that,
1: come yeah, on. But you know what, yeah. though? They clean it up nicely in the third one. Like, that, it sounds stupid, but you know what, dude? Look at 90% of the movies that, you know, look at uh, Insidious, even. It's like, that shit on paper sounds stupid, and I personally think the whole ghost thing, dude, yeah, it, they call it a ghost or whatever, it basically just means fucking he's like Jason Voorhees, and he's unstoppable that was their way of um of, of identifying that realizing that he can't be killed and calling themselves out on it which jason never did
0: and also here's the other reason they did it because kane hodder i'll just say okay whatever crowley whatever the dad's name is crowley killed him Thomas Crowley. okay thomas killed him jamie so clearly you would know if your son got up and pulled the hatchet out of his face, and you hung out with him for another ten years, and then you died. So right. clearly, he's fucking dead. So there's no way that it's it's just it's just a way to um, I don't know. I guess it's just saying he he died, and now he's still here. So obviously, it's no, it's I a get ghost.
3: That what I'm saying is stop <laughs> calling him a ghost because that's stupid. I <laughs> I understand that that. What else just, is he though? Well, he's not a ghost. Well, he has not, to be that's a ghost. Not a ghost. No, he's more like a zombie than a ghost. If he's a physical creature, what? When did he dig up out of the? What, what, when did he come back? Well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. I'm not say. I'm not saying he did. But what I'm saying is, have you ever seen a ghost that was like that? No. Or heard of anyone seeing a ghost that was like that? No. Or seen any movies with a ghost that was no! like that? All right! (laughs) I get your point. We're idiots. Okay, okay, but how about this? You
1: guys want to see a dead body?
0: (laughs) But you know what I was going to say? Did you ever see a guy who moved like him when those two old people were running from the shack when he ran out? He looked like one of those mechanical, like, Puppets that are on the oh, the, the yeah, Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Dude, yeah, yeah. Like he was struggling wearing that suit, dude. That was the
0: weirdest <laughs> movements ever. Like people love yeah. the way Kane Hodder moves as Jason, but I do not love how he moves as Victor Crowley. It is so mechanical and weird and phony. Well, I
3: don't like yeah. the makeup either, to be honest. Yeah, not- it's
0: not that great.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it. It is the back. The if you're going for crazy, fucking jacked up macho, um, uh, hick. Fucking ghost. I don't even
0: like what that. he looks like.
1: Yeah. What? Are, yeah. What?
0: With the suspenders and the fucking crimped hair, like what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah. Right, dude. Yeah. I like how they also referred to him as Hatchet Face. That would have been cool if they fucking called him that. Fucking Hatchet Face.
0: And and how about how interesting that uh, Adam Green chose not to uh, put a mask on him? That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, I
1: like that. I like that.
0: Yeah. He said uh, instead of going the '80s route, let me just fuck his face up and go with that.
1: I mean, hey, I, listen, that's what Jason was before the mask, so. Before the bag, before the mask, there was fucking looking like a mongoloid.
0: What do you think about, like, when uh, Victor Crowley was a kid, and oh. he was sitting there, and he was feeding him?
1: Oh, dude, that! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I couldn't help but be
1: a bully like those other kids who were banging on the window of the car. Oh, my God, <laughs> Dude,
2: I'm that,
0: such an asshole.
1: I, I forgot all about that scene, Alex. I can't believe you just said that because <laughs> that might be one of the most awkward scenes in synthetic history. <laughs> Because dude, it's like the worst puppet and he can't and he's not like eating it. It's just like dripping down his mouth. Ah. Yeah, and it's landing on
0: his teddy bear. And dude, how about how about um how about the part where it's like part two, they do another recap and like he's he's sitting there and then he shushes him to go inside and he walks and his hair's flowing and it's so funny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't wait to get to part two. Let's go. I know,
0: dude. Uh, okay, okay. What do we got? We got some kills. We, the The blonde girl that was another off screen kill. She was just th- her body parts were thrown into a tree or some shit like that. Right. Um, right. Another kill. Uh,
3: the, the... And here's the thing I have. Here's the problem I have with that. It, and this is this is just beyond the whole. I mean, obviously, if you've if you've got Robert England, then I, I would want to show him die on screen. Exactly. That, that would be awesome. But even apart from that, that's. That's another one in this movie that is off screen. I'm like, if you're going to, if you're going to have a movie where the only thing you have going for you is, is like horrible kills and blood flying everywhere, then mm. do it. <laughs> I mean, if that's all you've got, then make sure you do it all. I don't want to see, I don't want to not see shit. Yeah, it's like. Unless, well, I guess because, well, I forgot he's like Bigfoot. <laughs> He doesn't allow himself to be filmed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Here's the thing. It's like if Adam Green is truly us who's living our dream, would you ever do any kill that's off screen? That's the weird but, thing. No, of...
3: There's no point. Not in a movie like that.
0: No. He is almost saying... It's almost his way of saying I'm up there with these guys. I'm going to continue in that tradition rather than just jerk off all over the film. Like I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be at that level where I'm also going to do off kill because that's what we do. You know what I mean? And that's just like I don't know if that's what he said to himself, but it just sort of appears that way.
3: That's a silly thing to to do. You know? <laughs> I mean, like you know, as far as you know, that's what we do. Why would we do that? That's silly. I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, you know what, dude? If Why we... do they ever do it?
3: <laughs> um okay so okay let's in in
0: classic jamie classic skeleton crew tradition you know what it's time for what do we do on every retrospective come on what the fuck moments
3: that's right it's what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> happened
2: here
0: Woo! what the fuck moments and so hey, skeleton I
3: crew- do pay attention <laughs>
1: what the fuck oh, what the fuck what the fuck is going on here? What the fuck?
0: What the fuck just happened here?
1: What the okay.
0: fuck? What the fuck? Why were there waves in the fucking swamp when the boat was sinking? There are no waves in the swamp. I mean, is this an ocean of some kind or what? I, am I missing something here?
1: Um, dude, maybe an alligator created a ripple effect
3: reality this was backed up against the water the local water park and wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, some kid just
1: did a really good cannonball
3: <laughs> he was guys, like american mary
1: <laughs> how random you guys was the alligator scene
0: uh, I forgot. Oh, wait. It bit, um, that old dude's leg. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: like, like, do you guys realize that that was not Victor Crowley? That had nothing to do with anything, except the alligator was a catalyst to, to have all the cast members get off the boat and on land, therefore fucking engage Victor Crowley. That was a what-the-fuck moment! What the fucking alligator, dude? And it was, like, one shot of him, like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it was yeah clearly a Chuck E. Cheese uh mechanical puppet.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Universal Studios fucking yeah alligator ride too. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the what, another <laughs> what the fuck moment one I already mentioned the way Victor Crowley moves like he's a mechanical. I don't know what Kane Hodder's thinking or how he looked in the mirror and said that's great. It seemed I like don't, he had, I don't,
3: maybe he couldn't help it with those prosthetics. Yeah, I, yeah, was...
1: yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Jamie. It looked like he was having a tough time running. Like, dude, I think. I, <laughs> We are fucking setting ourselves up to never interview this dude ever.
0: Oh god! Once if he hears this, we are done. Adam, look, you have a <laughs> show too. You understand, don't you? Look, we can't kiss your balls the entire show.
2: what I, I want to know kiss is
3: anyone's ball. Well, not for this. I mean, I, <laughs> I have integrity. If I don't like it, I say I don't like it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah,
0: and you know what? Uh, if you give me a role in Hatchet Four, I will say this is everything you do is amazing.
1: No, dude, we're doing. I'm a sellout. The- we're well, the first people to do the retrospective, dude. Oh
3: yeah, this is the first ever. Yeah. Is this seriously the first ever hatchet retrospective? Well, it's, I guess there wasn't really a so. point now na- until now because there were only two. You There's know, <laughs> three qualifies
1: probably, and that's what I when we talked to Adam when he uh, when we talked to him on on part three of this retrospective. Um, we gotta ask him that too, and uh, yeah, make sure that this is the last one, and and make sure. That- <laughs> No, no, that For
3: over. the good of everyone. Yeah, that, that was
1: weird,
0: Dan. <laughs> what? Are you going to loop that? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to... <laughs> no. Don't loop
1: that. I'm dumb enough as it is, Alex. Alex Aww. puts a, I, I love how Alex puts a loop on, on me, like the dumbest person ever. Dude, I don't need a loop, dude. You just need me to talk.
0: Dude, everybody <laughs> loved when you said that. I had to exploit it.
1: I <laughs> like i said bro I, I i love you for it so <laughs> thank you
0: and i love you and that's why i did it because i love you. you
1: yeah yeah exactly oh, this dick fucking guys
0: are so
2: cute
0: and we love you jamie jamie resurrected this son of a bitch we were like what the fuck are we gonna do now and jamie just came in and said shit man i got this shit come on let's go what were you guys doing before i'm gonna fucking take that i'm gonna throw it in a blender and i'm gonna spit it back okay i'm done
1: Dude, Alex literally ran into the room, dude, and he donned knots. Didn't he go? What
0: are we gonna do? <laughs> the whole
1: catalyst of the whole show—the guy who everybody loves the most—is gone. What the fuck? And then he threw. <laughs> and then he threw himself out a window. I said, "I'm done with the goodbye world. I love you." And
0: I jumped out of <laughs> the window. I jumped out of a window. I landed on the fucking hood of a car, and I was still alive. It wasn't high enough.
3: See, yeah, and then you rolled over, and I was standing there, and I said, I fucking got you, babe.
1: I got you. (laughs) Relax, motherfucker. You guys are good. Don't worry about it. I'll make you better. Yo, it's getting hot in the dungeon. It's getting hot up in her.
0: It's so much better to be with a girl, too. I don't know why. Something about that really interests me. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Gee, I wonder what it is. It might be your
0: tits and pussy.
1: I'm not
3: really sure. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, not, not nothing, nothing like uh, you know, a, a pair of boobs to totally fucking throw all fucking uh, sense of um, you know taste and, uh, and and everything you know, everything that's good in this world, throw it all out the window for a few more views. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I was get
3: that. Deep. I get what you did there. Did um? <laughs> did you, <laughs> you baby. Oh, what are you, a nerd,
0: Dan? A nerd? Oh, I'm a um, geek. You're Would a you, hard nerd.
1: You, yeah, yes. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. What's sorry, Jamie? What, Jamie, what's that? You got boobs.
3: When I got my t-shirts from Matt the other day, Matt was out. I was like, Yeah. I, I, I sent him a text back, and I was like, Thank you. And this and the the medium is perfect. It cups my tits beautifully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, Okay.
0: All righty then.
1: <laughs> he's like, "Listen, Kristen, and he's talking to his girl." Yeah, <laughs> really.
0: She no, she I swear I she has a boyfriend.
1: She's on the Skeleton Crew now, I promise you. My name is Matt Washell.
0: She's like, "Burn those shirts." I saw what that bitch wrote.
1: <laughs> Dude, hey, check this out. Check this out, guys. All right, and Matt, you'll love this too. I wore a Skeleton Crew t-shirt at work. Yo, Full fucking demand. Nobody wants to pay for them, but everybody wanted them. <laughs> <They> want- <laughs> yeah, Matt had the same
0: problem. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Two guys know. paid yeah. for him.
1: Yeah, man. But anyways, they were a big hit, Matt. So uh, Matt was out. You rock.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's finish it out. What the frig f- moments? All right. Uh, <clears throat> they set...
1: They tried so hard to burn this house down, and then it starts pouring. <laughs> oh, I, dude, what about when? Um, was it Vic? Yeah, I think it was Vic. It had to be
0: Victor Crowley. He he gets on top of a dude when he's killing him, and he starts throwing up in the dude's face. I'm like, am I watching The Fly, or does Adam <laughs> Green? Does Adam Green really love to pay homage? Yeah, right. I
1: felt, yeah, I felt like dragged me to hell with the eyeball and the fucking mouth and shit. Yeah.
0: And then you get the whole, you get Evil Dead in part two, and we'll get to What's that.
1: It, yeah, what is that? That's from another movie where somebody pukes right yeah, off. Yeah, Fly. And, yeah, is it Fly? Yeah, the only yeah. thing
0: is, the guy didn't lift up his
1: melted fist. <laughs> well, thank God for us.
3: But <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, in every Sam Raimi movie, someone gets their face puked on. On. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah, like Evil Dead, the remake, Evil Dead, the original, drag right. me to hell. Um, what? that girl was getting puked on every second <laughs> or some kind of nasty shit poured all over.
0: Yeah. Spider-Man three. We all got puked on our faces.
2: <laughs>
3: oh,
1: <laughs> Yo.
0: So, uh, so the black guy got his token arms ripped off and, um, the last kill, I forgot who it was. I think it was the main dude. Um, he got a, a spear. Oh, that was a what-the-fuck moment. Uh, Victor Crowley throws a spear through trees 50,000 feet away. It just happens to go right through the guy's leg. Wow, that was incredible, dude. Whoa. You should join the Olympics. He does that. Victor Crowley starts running towards the guy. He tilts the stick down. Crowley goes through the stick. And uh, I forgot what happens after that. Crowley
3: goes through the stick?
0: Yeah, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the spear? <laughs> what? Am I wrong? Doesn't he run Just into think it?
3: Think about what you said. <laughs>
0: Crowley goes through the stick. <laughs> what? Good. He, oh good. Oh, he goes through it. Okay, the stick goes through stick. him. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jamie, <laughs> nobody would have noticed that if you didn't like bring that up. I noticed yeah. it. Get out
3: of here. That's what I'm quality control.
0: The <laughs> how are these shows not five minutes long? Let's face it.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I <laughs> love we're just banging them out weekly now. Like, we're banging out retrospectives like the commercials.
0: Yeah, really. It's not like we're waiting a month to do each show because they don't have some sucker sitting there, Never mind.
1: can you imagine dude, just fucking not having anything to fucking go on no material, no base, and just fucking, oh yeah, we'll do a show fucking every three weeks, or, or promise you got a fucking show coming yo, get out, get up, and get something
3: hey, now you're hitting close to home because that's what I've been doing with liking it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's up with that, Jamie nah, no, you get a pass because you're Jamie Jenkins but like, what's up with that, well listen Jamie's, oh, sorry Uh, my, my 18 podcast is taking to yeah off.
0: really jamie you're on enough it's okay
1: you're in a whole different week but what is up with that jamie? <laughs>
3: um honestly it was just all the health stuff uh i couldn't uh-huh. every time every time i would plan to get together with craig i don't know like well one time i ended up going to the emergency room I, it was just uh, all in all that crap i just and can we give everybody the energy. Listeners? i didn't have the <laughs> energy to edit you know yeah,
1: but, dude, everybody cares about you, too, so can you give uh, everybody just a uh, a synopsis of your health situation as of uh, today?
3: Aw, that's not important. Uh, then Victor
0: Crowley comes out. And... <laughs> <laughs> so hatchet, too, is a great All right, Jamie, so I did mention that you had trouble sleeping. Did I tell you the story about my sleeping pill yet or no? I don't think so. Okay, they gave me a suppository, and I had to put it up my ass.
3: That's what you do with a suppository. makes sense. Yeah,
0: and the, the <laughs> doctor said, that it worked. I said, it worked too good. I woke up with my finger in my asshole. <laughs> oh, wait. I already did that joke. I'm
1: sorry. It was really funny the first time.
3: Yeah, it was
0: so funny. You guys didn't remember I even said that. No, no. I did remember. Jamie didn't remember.
3: I remembered when you started talking.
0: Ah, yeah. All right. So, Jamie, how are you doing? From one to 100%, how do you feel?
3: I am.
1: Alex is making you rate it like the movies. (laughs) Did you give it a a three? Really
0: liked your health. Yeah. Did you really? Do you not like your health, or do you love your health?
3: I'm at a four. I'm at a four. Right. I really like it. I'm feeling good. I'm good.
1: Baby, hold on one second. Let me turn that into a five real quick.
3: Hey,
0: Jamie. (laughs) Personally, Jamie, I just like your health. I, I don't really love it.
3: Okay. Well, that's good. That's understandable.
0: Or really like it. I mean.
3: It was if you were David, you'd say "fuck your health." <laughs> <laughs> At, zero. <laughs> would Jake?
0: Would Jake Courthouse give your health a zero? <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> I don't think
0: so. No. no. Okay, I'm sorry. I
1: think I think Jake would have really liked it as well.
0: He, I really liked her health. Okay.
1: Really, <laughs> he's a fan.
0: <laughs> All right. So basically, after that happens with his leg, I guess Victor is at a commission for a minute. They think he's dead. They uh, get they their paddle little asses out of there on a boat in the swamp, and um, uh, there's a spoiler if you haven't seen this in seven years. All right. Uh, Victor Crowley jumps up. He pulls. The lead – oh, wait, Jesus, we never even talked about her. Mary Beth. It's only been an hour. No. But Mary Beth, he pulls her in. I think her leg is stuck on a tree in the in there. Yeah, she was at the bottom. And then you see this dude's hand try to grab her. But th- here's one thing that's wrong with these movies. I knew that this guy was dead. His hand was just lifelessly in the water. Right. Right. You knew that this dude was holding his arm. That's the only thing I was like, uh eh, that's, that's too bad. He did, they start struggling, and then the movie just ends just like that. And what do you think about it ending like that?
1: I love it. I, I love it. I-, I love how all of them end like that, and it's one continuous um story. I, I saw something that said they were planning on uh, showing it back to back to back in one cut
0: yeah i hope that don't
1: happen i don't have
0: <laughs> what do you mean i don't have six hours such an say.
1: asshole you don't have to go but for people that like that kind of shit dude come on now like they play all the james bonds now before not all of them but they uh they play all the previous entries in the series before you know like with iron man 3 and shit like that so right. i don't know i think it's a good idea whatever fuck you alex hater
0: jamie you like that kind of ending now listen, and Dan's also thinking of it the wrong way. He's he literally just said, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, because they all did that and they all tie together." You're not you don't really know that when you watch this one. So, I guess it's hard to really even say cuz we all know it and it's uh, what are we going to say? How did you feel that day? And who the fuck remembers that? I do. We had 10,000 beers since then.
3: I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember that a... day, I thought to myself um, that I really liked how much it harkened back to Friday the 13th. Right. Yeah. And then I went, then I proceeded to watch all of the special features on that disc, which I don't always do. Yep. So, um, awesome. I that was that much, like, I just, I could feel he was a fan based on that. Right. I was actually okay right. with it, you know, um, as far as the ending, I was like, you know, eh. I mean, I accepted right. it as like I accepted everything else, you know. Exactly. I just went along for the ride. That was what right. it was about. I like the heart that was behind it. Mm -hmm. I, and I love the enthusiasm and I really dug the gore. Uh, What I can do without are a lot of the acting, (laughs) most of the writing and uh, a lot of the effects, (laughs) just pretty bad, but I give it a three. I liked it. Okay. That's it. That's all it's getting out of me.
1: Dan. Um, yeah, you know, as much as I uh, love Adam Green, yeah, I just liked Hatchet. Um, I think it's one of those movies that kind of grew on me, too. Like, I kind of enjoyed it as, like, a stupid comedy type of movie. And, that you know, I, I really liked watching it when I was drunk and shit like that. So, yeah, man, I think um, a solid like is in order for uh, for Hatchet, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, I liked this movie. When I first watched it, I didn't think anything at all. I was like, eh. Yeah threw it on the shelf, and I actually gave it away, so it was very tough for me to uh, get another copy of this, luckily somebody had it, so uh, I didn't think much of it, just didn't care, and I was like, well, whatever, it's not my thing, I think the main reason I thought Kane Hodder looked very bizarre, it looked like he had a rubber body, I'm not even sure if if his body was real, or if uh, the it was an overall body suit, I have no idea what that was, uh, his look was just very strange to me. I don't know if the makeup ended at his head or what, but his body looked like it was made out of plastic, and I just yeah. it just it just threw me off. I, I didn't know what I was really
3: like. Yeah, when I said effects, I may, I mainly meant the make like his makeup and yeah, it's bad. It just is. I just did not approve. No. <laughs> and um, so
0: no, didn't do anything for me. On second watch, which was years later, I i didn't dislike anything really except for those types of stuff but as far as the movie and story and uh i was not bored
1: Mm -hmm. i like it
0: it's cool Cool, man. yeah that's it
1: yeah, nope. and, 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 I, and I'm glad you guys liked it Because, um, you know, these movies are, are, are so subjective, I think You know, slashers, it's such a specific Thing, so it makes me happy Inside that we're all on the same pages In a movie called fucking Hatchet You know, it's like, they didn't miss Too much, I mean, is it the, the Ultimate throwback to fucking 80's slashers, I don't know Whatever, no. just like, exactly It's like, but you know what, dude, whatever Like, that's not what I'm in it for To
3: him it uh, is, and that, you know Right. Yeah, he did uh, what he wanted yeah, cool. what yeah, he
1: did exactly. did good point man uh, and that's what I'm saying Like, I think you guys uh, nailed it with your reviews and uh, yeah you guys fucking rock as always
3: <laughs> thank you for reviewing our reviews <laughs> yeah.
1: what do you give our reviews um, do you like
0: it really like it or love it <laughs> Um, This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Not Newton Theaters, Lena Headey stars in The Purge. But if you want to play a game of bones with this Game of Thrones star, check out 2000's Aberdeen, where she bears boobs just one minute in. Aberdeen will make you grab your peen. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Nude on Blu-ray, Lily Sullivan co-stars with Tony Collette in the indie flick Mental. At the one-hour mark, things go from mental to frontal when Lily bears boobs and bush going down a water slide. That'll make a splash in your pants. Nude on the Stars Network, Hera Hilmar makes the Renaissance rock as a nude model on the drama Da Vinci's Demons. Hera bears her masterpiece of ass while posing for Leonardo in and out of bed. She'll give you a bona lisa.
2: MrSkin.com. Fast forwarding to the good parts. In 2007, Director Adam Green brought us Hatchet. The return of the great American slasher and the birth of horror's newest villain, Victor Crowley. Old school American horror. With buckets and buckets and buckets of blood. But American theaters saw a censored version of the film. Now, in 2010, Victor Crowley returns to the big screen in the ultimate slasher sequel, Hatchet 2. And for the first time in over 25 years, a horror film is coming to major cinemas uncensored. Uncut. Uncompromised. Oh, my God! you've never seen in the theater before. More deaths. More carnage. More Crowley. Adam Green's Hatchet 2.
0: Alright, this is Hatchet 2. This came out on November, in November 2010. Wait, that's Australia? Now, who gives a shit? <laughs> it was a budget of $800,000. Now, that's already interesting because yeah. it already dropped $700,000 from the last time.
1: Made for a shoestring.
0: So, this time, Daniel Harris plays Mary Beth. She replaces. The Feldman chick. Tony Todd comes back as Reverend Zombie. Kane Hodder comes back. Perry Shen is another character now, the Chinese kid. He's Justin instead of Bob or something.
1: (laughs) It's his twin brother.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Tom, and they all hang out together in the same. Sean. Sean was his name. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland, the guy who wrote Psycho 2, is Uncle Bob. And R.A. Mihelioff. Meal off. hell, off.
1: This is my favorite part of the show.
0: How would you say this? M I H A I L O F F. Mealy off. Right? Who cares? Okay, A.J. Bowling. Dude, I am not weird for always messing up names. These names just are not like Smith and Jones and stuff.
1: I'm just laughing because better than you than me, bro.
0: (laughs) I'd be right there butchering them, too. (laughs) And this was directed and written by the, the genius Adam Green.
3: Anyone who listens to Devour knows that I murder names on a regular basis. So don't feel bad, Alex. Sometimes you can't help it, and I swear, to God, David pulls up the news. Uh, he only pulls up news bits with, with complicated names on purpose. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: not even get to that one interview. Um. With L. Quigley. <laughs> All right. So this movie, oh, <laughs> this movie picks up immediately after the last one ends, and uh, where was that? So they were on the boat, the little little robo and hatch uh, Richter Crowley is choking out Mary Beth who turns into Daniel Harris
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah all of a sudden boom
0: <laughs> yeah it's just Daniel Harris and uh, <laughs> I guess she gets away I forgot oh she she puts her thumb in his eye and then she yep. gets away
1: Nope. Yep. rallies the troops <laughs> yeah so
0: okay well in this one so John Carl Bugler the dude who drinks his piss in, in the swamp She makes it to his shack right away. Once again, I know Jamie's going to hit this up. The makeup is terrible.
1: Uh. His
0: fake eye, it it almost (laughs) says to you, dude, like that's one of the cases where you wear an eye patch. And it was just like an eye that was lower and it was blank. It was like nothing in it. It was just black.
1: I remember that, yeah. And it was all—it right. was all wet-looking. It was just
3: yeah. It, it looked kind of like a little tiny, little tiny vagina. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> wow. Did it have an eyebrow with it? So or, did it have a Hitler?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think if you put an eye patch on him, he would have—he would have um, been too much of a pirate, though. Like, you know what I mean? That would have given that yeah. whole vibe. I,
3: like, eye patches add badass, you know. Um, I guess it's
1: better than bad prosthetics.
3: Yeah, that's what I would think. I mean, I I would prefer – and it's simpler and cheaper. And if you're not going to pull it off convincingly, Mm. then don't bother.
0: Right, exactly. So – but the one good part before we get to even when she meets up with him is he was looking through the video camera of the dude who videotaped the two chicks, man. The beaver
1: bayou? Oh, my God,
0: man. Dude, I'm 14. Yeah, the 14-year-old one, or <laughs> he's following the girl. Take off your clothes. Take your top off. Um, the w- Isn't
1: that Laurel Ortiz?
0: I don't know who these people were. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're all cameos. <laughs> Aren't you my history teacher? Yeah, I. You're I my I, history I,
3: teacher in the fifth grade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the best one was the girl going. Uh, it, it, something about, is my dad going to watch this? Why well, want him to say, look, dad, are you proud? And all that kind of stuff. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. really, like,
1: dark humor, man. Yeah, it is. I love that shit. And,
0: and then there's also dark humor later on, which makes, I don't know, man. I thought it was really weird, dude, when, when, uh, A.J. Bowen is butt effing the chick. And then he's, she's like, do you love it? Do you love it more than Jesus? Do you love it more than baby Jesus? <laughs> and I was like, that is those, one of those moments where it's cringeworthy. And it's like, I don't know. Do you guys think that's funny?
3: No. And not because it's offensive. I don't find it offensive at all. I just don't think it's funny. Like, it was annoying yeah. to me. It took too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, it went, okay, one time. If she were just like, one time. Do you love it as much as you love Jesus? You know, or something like that. Okay, maybe. Because then his response, okay, well, that's just inappropriate. That was funny, right. you know. Um, But it just... There was too much of it, and the joke is old. It got out, you know. It got old really fast. So I'm just like, okay, hey, I'm done with that.
0: Yeah, with that, it's like, well, we did Jesus. How could we even go worse than that? Well, dude, say baby Jesus after that. Oh yeah, good idea, you know. And that's what that was. And and it's weird because it has a great payoff. The yeah,
3: the hatchet wound to the
0: hatchet wound, that was nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but even before that, when he chops his head off and he's twitching and she thinks he's still banging her.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: oh
0: dude, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's... Like
3: a, that's like a reverse donkey punch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, right away, what the fuck? And what the fuck moment right in the beginning. You got to think, why is Carl Bugler, he's, you know... He's talking to Daniel uh, Mary Beth, and he eventually learns who she is, that her dad is one of the guys who set Victor Crowley on fire. So, obviously, that's not cool to be hanging out with her if you're living in Victor's swamp. Now, the question is, why are you living in his swamp? He's, he clearly said he basically loses that. He has to tiptoe. As long as he's cool, this guy will not kill him. Just Just move anywhere else, and he won't kill you. Like, why what? are you even involved? Why are you even around there to subject yourself to this.
3: Cause otherwise we wouldn't have that plot point. <laughs> we, wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't have the harbinger who, the, who could tell us what was coming and, um, and why, uh, and, you know, and let us know why her family was in danger, even though he didn't go into detail. He started, he, you know, he he was the catalyst for her seeking out that information. So I guess without him, we wouldn't have that. So there you go, but yeah, it's still, it's pants. still a, it's, it's, completely illogical and and that's a good point too is in he drinks his urine so he probably doesn't have the best of judgment
0: <laughs>
3: or
1: credibility for, for that matter yeah
0: <laughs> and as we all learned in friday 13th remake we could all drink each other's piss it's sterile
1: it is sterile yeah
0: great writing there
1: <laughs> so uh You yeah, but you know what's funny about that though dude every time somebody ever says that in real life that's what somebody has to pipe. oh you know pee sterile yeah no shit
0: yeah, I'm so sick of people saying things that we all know already. And we
3: all learn that from well, it's just They're World. They're just so excited that they know something that they feel the need to share it. Yeah. That's, yeah, what, right. that's, that's what they do. Oh, I, wait, I, I can contribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's>
0: shaking <laughs> back. <laughs> Even with, with horror fans, I hate horror fans who, to this day and age, they're still willing to write or say – if Halloween 3 wasn't called Halloween 3 and it was just oh, called dude, Season of the Witch, shut, it would be more accepted? Shut, up. shut, yeah. shut God, the fuck up. up. That was 10-year-old shit, man. So, back to this asshole. He's going to be dead. Victor Crowley comes in, as expected, as we all knew, because it was foreshadowing. He comes in, and right away, this death is... This is where the... It, it recovers along the way, but right away, the movie goes from... It, it is what it was with Hatchet 1 to a parody of itself with mm-hmm. this kill. Twists his head off or something?
1: Yep. Like, right. I think pulls it off. Yeah.
0: Pulls it off, and it's ridiculous. They expand on the story of Victor Crowley, and now Kane Hodder is banging this black chick who is taking care of his wife who's dying of stomach cancer. <laughs> He's been banging her for uh, a year. <coughs> His wife eventually, you know, dies and stuff. But, dude, did you ever cry during sex, Dan? No. Jamie, did you? Uh, No. So, eventually, you know, he's crying during sex. And um, then all of a sudden, the wife dies right in front of Kane Hodder and the black chick. And they look at her, turn to each other, and start making out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and can I can I add to that? Scene was probably the only scary scene um, in the first uh, two movies. Anyways, was when uh,
0: like the Evil Dead scene.
1: Uh no, well dude, yeah, dude, that's Evil Dead, man. Well it was just like boom she was there it was kind of like a shocking whoa what the fuck is that cuz you know in the first couple of movies there there isn't that at all up until that point there there's you know in the first one Victor Crowley just comes stomping right out of the house and fucking right towards them and it's kind of shocking but as far as like you know, boom, jump scare type of things. I don't know. That kind of got me. Yeah. I just thought that was worth a notable mention.
0: And and looking at your dead wife as soon as she dies, sort of, and making out, you know, I, I kind of understand that. Like, it's a what the fuck <laughs> moment. But the thing is, my ex-girlfriend one time, she said, if, you know, if I died, would you ever date anyone else? I said, sweetie, I'd bring a date to the
3: funeral. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a running joke that it, it's a running joke that uh, I will be at the funeral taking phone numbers. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: It's like Will Ferrell in Wedding Crashes.
3: Yeah, so that's
0: a what the f moment. That whole part, but it was cool. It was very evil, deadish. Jamie, what do you think of the story development in this? You know, you got the Mary Beth's dad was the pig mask, and and. Um, the uncle, uh, please bring your uncle. Like, what? What do you think of how the story developed and how they dove further into that aspect?
3: Um, there was development. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. of that's course. what that's <laughs> your learned about why you.
0: And and by the way, why is no? I'm kidding. Why is I'm Victor kidding. Crowley white? Shouldn't he be like half black and half white? Shouldn't he be like more uh, tan?
3: What? No. Why? He
0: because did... he was with a black chick.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. But, what? There are so many things about Victor Crowley that make you go, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know, honestly, when I was watching it this time, as far as the story goes, I was I was amazed because it wasn't as quite as bad as I remembered it being. Right. Um, and then we got to though we got to the part. It's like. The first part of it wasn't as bad as I remembered it being, you know, and as far mm-hmm. as like the story set up and everything. And even like there's more Tony Todd, which and I don't feel like he was as over the top in this one as he was in the first exactly. one. Like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, he had, yeah. you know, he was more of himself. And and I dug him in this. And then everything changes when we get to the swamp. It's like suddenly shit just goes out of control and gets all stupid. And <laughs> but at least from my point of view. The going back and building on that story mm. uh, was it was pretty organic. I mean, I, I felt like the story itself fit. You know, yeah. it was interesting.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I thought it was really really good. Here's the thing: like you said, we ripped on this movie a bunch of times. We made fun of it in the Halloween Movie Awards. We made fun of it in the press conference. I've said it plenty of times. I'm sure on the show that this is like one of the worst movies ever made. And um, I always felt that way. Then we I watched it for the second time to do this show. And I got to tell you, man, I'm sitting there, and I am keep going and going and going, and I'm still in, I'm still in, I'm still in, and I'm 45 minutes in. I'm still like, this is still really good. Like, I don't know what it was that I thought was so amazingly bad about this movie that, like, pretty far in.
1: It's the it's the overwhelming internet, man. I swear, it's got to be because this is what I'm saying. Like, there's so much hate for this movie. I swear, man. And I and I'm and I'm guilty of this as well. When you watch it, you're already like, oh shit, here we go.
2: Yeah.
1: I remember I was working the other day, and JB was like, all right, I'm sitting down to watch Hatchet Two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I said.
3: I think. Oh yeah, what I sent him, I was like, oh, I'm watching. It was in the middle of the day, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching Hatchet Two. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, but, I took up my lunch hour at work watching that movie, damn it.
2: <laughs>
1: but even even like you said though, Jamie, you were you were more into it this time or whatever. Um, I think watching this movie uh, it's uh you know, you can't really find too much wrong with it. And and you go you go through all the shit and there are certain things that are wrong with it, yes. But do I think it's worth all the hate and and bullshit that people put it through? Absolutely nope. not, dude. I don't know why there's so much fucking Adam Green hate. I really never understood it.
0: Uh jealousy.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. Like everybody fucking hates on him. It's like fuck you.
3: And then no, I don't you, hate on him. I just don't right. typically like his films and that's not his fault. I mean, well, I mean it is his fault, but I mean it's not <laughs> I mean it's not it's not a. it's not a personality flaw on his part. Like I don't know yeah, right. I like I like him. As a person, he's really cool to talk to. He's a huge horror fan. I respect the hell out of that. We just don't always see eye to eye on things, you know? And um, as far as this movie, like, just because I didn't think it was as bad this time as I remembered it being before, doesn't mean I liked it. I still didn't Mm -hmm. like it. Um, And there's still a lot of problems with it. But um, it wasn't, I didn't want to open a vein like I was afraid that I would. I was close, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, I thought I would, too. Yeah.
3: So it wasn't. Um, I do have to say, it wasn't as like all fired awful as I thought it right. was the first time. But I still didn't think it was good.
0: Well, do you want to? What do you want to get to? Kills with the fuck moments. Some. I don't Let's know.
3: go for kills. That's um. There are at least. I think there are some interesting kills oh, in this. Oh yeah, at least,
0: really good know. kills. It, when hell yeah. Uh, you had the the one guy. He like pulled his his jaw. Oh, like oh, the legend of like the fishermen all dying and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, they pulled the guy's jaw off. That was great. The one, the front of his face was sliced and it slides off his face.
1: Oh, I enjoy that one. Isn't that some Iceman, right? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, So then the other guy gets a spear through his mouth. Uh, so that, you know, but it was cool. It was like a good combo because it was first the face sliding off. Then the other guy looks and he gets a spear through his face. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. You got, uh, the, the one bad kill when, he not he st- he sits on top of the guy who was who was with the guy in the boat, and he just keeps like bashing his face with the hatchet on the the top of the hatchet. Not that sh- oh, like his his arms were moving so slow up and down, and it just didn't play well. That's the thing, like Jamie said, a lot of these kills are hit and miss, man, and that was a miss. And the whole it was a what the fuck moment too, because the guy with him is holding a gi- a gigantic shotgun, and he doesn't shoot. Uh Victor Crowley, while he's killing his friend, like mm. why not? It was just weird, like you expect something to happen, but he just leaves the what about and he this plays into part three, the double chainsaw kill up the crotch, and then uh the balls were hanging. You could see the guy's balls, yeah, and of course, yep. there's something to that in part three.
1: I, I really enjoyed that just because it was so fucking ridiculous. Like, did you see how long that fucking chainsaw was, dude? That was so ridiculous. Like, okay, it started, and then you would see how big it, and then it just kept going. And then when they showed that wide <laughs> shot, finally. I said that like, last night. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, My God, I think that's worth a a, definitely like one of the all-time just out there kills, and that goes beyond Fire Thirteenth. That goes more into like you know Sleepaway Camp kills, even. But it's just nuts, dude. Like that was just so ridiculous. Fucking putting two people through a fucking long-ass chainsaw, man. Come on, how could you not love that? Yes, it's hokey. Yes, it's stupid. It could never happen.
0: Thank God they were both standing in line with each
1: other. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you would think once the chainsaw goes through the first guy that you would see that coming. Yeah.
3: Uh, the one I really like, like I said, I did. I mentioned the uh, Alexis Peters kill where she got the hatchet wound to the hatchet wound. I like that. And then when he comes around and he buries the hatchet between her tits in the front, and then he's, but he spends like three minutes trying to pull the <laughs> hatchet out. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, come on. With the one where he is bashing the face in with the hatchet, and I don't buy that uh, for his character simply because he is incredibly strong. In the first one, he, with the old couple, he rips their head wide open. Right, that's what I was going to say. And then in the beginning of this one, he takes the guy's jaw right off in about two seconds. Right. You're trying to tell me it's going to take him ten minutes to, to bash somebody's face in with the butt of a, ha- with, of a hatchet? Or to
0: pull the hatchet out of a girl either.
3: One fucking, one hit and and it would if you want to be consistent with his character one hit would have
0: done that <laughs> and why is he so jacked too like is there is there a gym in that swamp i don't get That's that a good
1: point dude yeah it's he's
0: gotta probably be, doing
3: co- you got to be hardcore badass i guess when you look like that like
1: wh- he probably drinks you know? his own piss
3: <laughs> why, uh, why but there's another one i'm sorry no
0: i was going to say why didn't they cast somebody else for for victor crawl i think i think the look of him is inconsistent with with the whole thing, he's a mongoloid. I don't know t- too many like retards that are. Well, I guess I do know a lot that are at the gym, but
1: yeah, right. <laughs> they should have chose Artie Lima.
0: Well,
3: I mean, look at Jason. He was strong too.
0: Um, yeah, but that was only after he came back. Before that, uh, Ted White and Warrington and Richard—they were all just pretty
3: regular-looking guys. They were just tall. This is this is my least favorite one, and it's when Justin is hiding in the back of the house <laughs>
1: yep.
3: and he starts to hear um Mary marybeth runs out to go uh, for uncle bob and then he's left alone in that room
0: yeah whatever that is I don't know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh then he starts to hear things so he's moving around and then he goes and you see the wiggling branches that make us think that victor crowley is over there and then he goes and he hides in the closet and we all know it's going to happen. We—it's not a surprise. It's not a shock. It's not even a jump scare that that Victor Crowley is suddenly behind him in you know in this closet and then goes after him. But it's retarded. Right? <laughs> are you going to tell me? Are you really expecting me to believe that Victor Crowley, from who has done everything he's done up to this point in the movie, is now suddenly going to hide and wait in a closet for this Asian kid? <laughs> no. He's not he he would come barreling right through the wall. He is not hiding and wait for anyone. And then he goes after him with this gas-powered sander which uh, is interesting. However, when he sands through his skull, suddenly uh, somehow he manages to sand the skull away without disturbing the brain. <laughs> gonna go that far. Think about it. <laughs> you know but i don't even care because they lost me at the point that he was hiding in a fucking closet yeah. so you know i'm done with that one
1: do you think he was hiding cuz he's a ghost do you think he can just like appear in the closet
3: well, you, he, know, you know i guess that that's true too except i still we've already talked about my issues with the ghost thing and uh i am not buying that i mean like he is he, i think I'm not buying he's, like, a ghost because ghosts just don't materialize like that. So, I mean, not that solid. So And you can't shoot a ghost and take him down, even for a second. That's just dumb. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. It really doesn't make sense.
3: No, it doesn't. He can be supernatural, but uh, the ghost reference is just dumb. And then... He just—I don't know—I don't—I just don't feel like even if he could just materialize, which I don't buy because I think he would have been popping in and out all over the place if that were the case. Yeah, like
0: Jason in Part
3: Eight. Rather than having to, rather than chasing people, which you know, or you know, crashing through things, if he didn't have to do that, then you know, he'd just go, "Hi, here I am." Um, So either way, inconsistent.
0: It's. It doesn't play as a ghost. The only ghostly thing about Victor Crowley's character is that he's condemned to this one swamp. That's about all there is to it and I think that you're safe if you're out of the swamp you know you have to go in there to, to die so
1: I'm going to say something though guys real quick okay you got these movies you got slash movies you have to make them work okay so if they made him real and he was a mongoloid and just a retard out in the woods first of all that would be a little too much like Jason but second of all it's like okay well then how do you kill him you know all the shots that they took at him it, it wouldn't bring him down so you add the, 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 the legend I want to call it of Victor Crowley okay Okay, so how does a legend work, you know? Well, okay, you got to make him a ghost then. You got to make him like this entity where he can't be killed. So calling him a ghost and, and, and putting all these rules in place, dude, it's all really to make this dude unstoppable and have a slasher fucking flick in a swamp where this dude is literally unstoppable and he just keeps popping up, killing people. And as far as, like, everything else and how it works and shit like that, I mean, it's just kind of, it's a slasher flick. I mean, really. Yeah, Yeah, but even I,
3: slash, I even, I said, I still expect slasher films to make sense like I am I I'm not they don't get a pass just but legends
1: though like okay like legend okay I'm trying to think of other movies but like you're trying to tell me that there's been no ghosts that have physically represented themselves even like or or um,
3: have you ever heard of a ghost that you could stab in the face the thing is, the only ghost thing that they
0: play up is that he can't die. As far exactly. as the bullets being hit, you can't shoot ghosts. It would go right through him. It just wouldn't affect him, blah, blah. And, and, um, and that he doesn't – they don't play up anything like teleportation where he's here. Then all of a sudden you run and he, you turn. He's right next to you again. They don't do anything like that. There's no ghost exactly. thing at all going on here.
3: If you can't define it
0: right.
3: that way, then just don't define it. I don't need you to tell me anything, I would be more likely to buy that than a resolution that doesn't make any sense. He
0: should have known that the thing that we all hate the most is when they explain – these killers that we love that is where you go wrong jason nobody gave a shit why he can't die there was no explanation whatsoever until you got to jason goes to hell and you got the worm out and people despised it halloween nobody knew why michael myers couldn't die then you get to part six they say thorn it's a cult it's like what the
3: fuck i am that's another thing the cult of thorn thing completely threw me off that franchise yeah i will not watch anything past part three i don't i mean even though cult of thorn wasn't that early i just don't care it was in five and on but yeah yeah i don't i just don't care for four either but it's like i stop at three and i don't as far as i'm concerned the rest of that franchise doesn't even exist like i don't even care because it is ridiculous like, I, ref- I refuse to even buy into it. But the thing is, though, he should have known that. So here's the
0: problem. Rob Zombie explaining Michael Myers to death. I mean, of course, uh, his movie came out before that movie, but whatever. But the thing is, nobody likes that. You know, you don't want to hear a million explanations. It probably only kind of worked with, with Freddie. I think that was the best explanation. Why? So my, my thing with Adam Green is he should have known better. Why are you over explaining your character right off the bat you know it's good enough that you got the story of how the kids set the thing on fire and then this and it's also good that the he was banging the black chick when the wife was dying that's creepy that's good shit but the whole ghost thing and like you're trying to f- tell us why he's not dying you could have just said uh, nothing or if you go here it's it, you know
3: here's a good explanation that's what everybody
1: does though
3: here's a good explanation Oops. it was part of the curse Right. He can't he can't die until right. everything is done. That's all I need to know. I mean cuz I would be willing to accept that's just part of the curse. Yeah. But you start giving him labels and then my brain starts to pick it apart because I can't help it. Yeah. Because that's well, just the way it is. Don't label it and I won't have a problem with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but if you're going to give that
0: explanation it has to be consistent with a ghost.
3: Well, and I, don't and think so. no. I well, I think that Uh, No, I got to say I agree. However, I will say – I mean I agree with Alex. However, I will say I I – overall, I do like the whole revengeful spirit idea. I like the – I mean it gives them something to do. It's a good plot device because it gives you – it gives them uh, motivation and a goal you know so and there's an end to that goal once once the people involved are killed then that goal has completed and it gives the whole the whole story a resolution i like that it's tight and it works however <laughs> at the end of this movie all of a sudden out of nowhere when we get this whole like big explanation thing and then all of a sudden you get that really dramatic reveal from daniel harris where she's like <sighs> uncle bob isn't my real uncle you know, he was, my, he was my dad's best friend. And like, uh, what? <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's yeah. like, all this, you bitch, and all of a sudden he comes in and kills Tony Todd. But that was a great kill, though.
1: You didn't like that? I thought that was one no, of the like, best parts of the movie. Yeah, I liked it, too. Come on. Dude, um, there's no, so many no. uncles that aren't your real uncles, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, Uncle Bob, you know?
0: Dan, what do you think of of Daniel Harris's acting ability compared to whatever Feldman?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Corey Feldman? Corey Feldman's sister. What do you think of the acting from one to the other?
1: And let's just note that's another Corey Feldman reference. Okay, Tristan.
0: <laughs> um, We're gonna get you one day.
1: Uh alright, Daniel Harris in this movie. I thought she was okay. Nothing spectacular. She was crying throughout the whole movie. Um or half of the first, you know, the first half of the movie anyways. I thought, um, towards the end, it was okay. I mean nothing. Nothing spectacular. I can tell you when I watched Hatchet 3, I could make a comparison and realize that she was better in Hatchet 3 oh, yeah. than she was in 2. So by that, uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. It was not horrible. Like, uh, I think, I think she, uh, she had kind of a tough thing to step into, uh, you know, kind, kind of coming into the role. And especially, you know, from the first scene, fucking pick it up right where, right where it, 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 it left off in Hatchet 1. So it, it's got to be tough. First of all, but... Um,
3: Being an actress? I, She's an actress. She should be... That's not... That doesn't make it any tougher. You do what you would do if you... If she had been playing that character from the beginning.
0: Jamie, what do you think of her acting compared to the first girl? I think the first girl is a better actress,
3: actually. The first girl is definitely a better actress. And I am... I oh, The accent? Are you kidding me? First of all, every single accent in this movie, I wanted to just... <laughs> uh, just uh, from Louisiana. It's it kills me because it was a terrible southern accent period and particularly if you're from Louisiana that was really bad. I don't I it, it's just it was one of those blanket really bad southern accents and it was just it it pulls me out. I mean and it's not just because it was southern. Anytime there's a really bad accent, it's just going to pull me oh, right I out. Know, it pulls right? you right out of the scene. But you know, yeah. because you can't help it. And um it just, I just kept being pulled out of that, and it was laughable. Yeah, I guess Plus, it was. You know, yeah. When she gets, um, when she gets really dramatic, she has that that eye, that right eyebrow, like <laughs> hit, like hits her hairline. It goes so high up, like it's just like whap, you know. And and then I'm drawn to the <laughs> eyebrow. I can't peel my eyes away from the eyebrow. So yeah, it's that was like,
0: really high up, man. Like if you look at her eyebrows, it's literally an inch higher. <laughs> uh, but the whole thing, straight across, it's not like it starts from the middle of your, where your eyebrows meet sort of in, by your nose and goes up. Yeah. It's just, it's up. It's it. It's actually above, it's straight across.
3: It's suspended, you know, high above <laughs> her face. So no, I don't, anyway, but that distracts me. Uh, so I'm distracted by the crazy eyebrow. I'm distracted by the accent. I'm distracted by the fact that she's, like, just all the melodrama. And... I just, to me, it, it comes off more comedic than anything else. I can't really take her seriously at any point in this movie. There's one time when I did note that I thought she, she gave a really good performance, and that was when um, she's outside, Victor Crowley's inside with Uncle Bob. And um, she's being dragged away by Reverend Zombie. And he's, you know, she's fighting and screaming and she wants to get back in there. She wants to help Uncle Bob. But but Reverend Zombie is holding her and she's fighting against him. Uh I thought that was really good and really convincing. Like she, you know, was... And of course, he's a, Tony Todd's a big guy, so I imagine, and, and she's pretty tiny, so I imagine in this situation that he was actually, they were able to actually have him hold her, and right. she was able to fight against him, at least with a good amount of of strength, to make it look more realistic, you know, and um, so I think they were able to do that, but, and it, I think it worked, it worked really well, and she did a great job there, so I don't want to take anything away from her in that scene, I thought she did fantastic. It, this brought me back to the Uncle Bob thing for a second, but it's like, are you telling me she didn't think about that until that moment? It didn't hit her that that wasn't actually her uncle. Well,
0: it's only because he told her why he uh, brought her uncle there, so he could die. Now, did he tell her yeah, that? I thought
3: she was idiotic for not for not realizing that sooner. You know, to me, that whole thing was completely yeah, yeah, obvious. Yeah, you know
0: what? Yeah, it, it's not about how she calls him Uncle Bob because let's let's face it. Let's put it this way. It doesn't matter that that's her uncle. What matters is that he's one of the three kids who threw the fireworks. So right. if that right. guy wasn't one of the three kids, wouldn't he have known that? It doesn't matter. It's not that, oh, we don't know who it was, but we heard it's her uncle. You know, it's not like that. It's more like, which one, okay, one of the kids was named John, the other one was named Mike, and the other one was named Jim. If one of those three people are not that person that she calls uncle, then it's not him. So how do you not know that that's not the kid who threw the fireworks? Did someone say, "Oh yeah, Unc Bob was one of the ones"? That's the only way you could think it was him.
1: Especially because well, Tony Todd, like supposedly, knows everything about Victor Crowley and everybody in town to go get him too. He seems to have the the whole thing on watch. He would have
3: known <laughs> that her uncle died because when, according to her, yeah. he died when she was like what you say, eleven or something like that? Nine? I don't know. She was young when her uncle died from leukemia. He would have known that. Right.
1: By by him bringing all those people and having Victor Crowley kill him, we don't know if that would have worked anyway. Yeah. And what they did in Hatchet 3 with the shot, it? it turns out that's what you got to do. But just, that's what Reverend Zombie thought he even had to do. At
3: this point, we don't know anything about Hatchet 3. All we know right. is, is what we're given. Yeah, but at the same time, I
0: thought that Tony Todd might have just thought that that's what you should do.
3: That's
1: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So we don't know what would have happened if
0: – Even if he did – if it happened. Even if it happened.
1: He did go. Yeah. Right, right. So I'm just saying that's one dude and, and, and listen, man. It's fucking it, – it was a good uh, – I thought it was a good ending. And, and look, like you said, uh, we hadn't seen Hatchet 3 yet or whatever. Well, put it all in line though. Hatchet Three's out now and that, that whole thing with Hatchet 2 that happened or whatever – it almost set up Hatchet 3 so beautifully that I can almost forgive half of the bullshit in Hatchet 2. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not disagreeing with what you guys are saying about Hatchet 2. I'm just saying it's kind of like, all right, it is what it is. I, I ain't mad at it. It's uh, I, Like I said, I think it gets a little more hate. I, I like how we're dissecting this shit because it is stupid, but, I mean, it's fucking Hatchet 2.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I really hated this when I first saw it. I don't know why. Now that I'm like... I watched it again, and I we're talking about it, and I'm thinking about how the progression from part one to part three. I think this is a really good movie. Yes, all the characters are not great. Uh, I think the, the girl who played her character in the first movie was f- way hotter and way better of an actress. Way better. So it was actually a better idea for Adam Green to hire that other girl for that first movie, and it's a shame that she couldn't stay for all three. Um, other than that, the story is really good. The kills are really good for the most part, except for a couple. And um, I don't know. I don't. It's definitely not as bad as I thought it was. And there's another token black guy, which is bizarre. Uh, oh,
1: dude, that's another fucking thing. He's got a couple funny lines, but he is the worst token black guy ever. Yeah,
0: he is pretty bad.
1: And the chick. And the biscuits. That was my ringtone for the longest time. That was what. See, that's the thing. Like, I love that line, and it's hilarious. And I think he's got, like, a couple other good ones.
0: Yeah, he has a, he has a couple.
1: It's right before he gets the chainsaw, I believe. But it's just one of those things where, ah, uh, just totally underutilized. If you're going to go, uh, you know, funny racial humor and get the token black guy in there, utilize him, yeah. you know?
0: And what do you think about having the Chinese kid come back as a twin brother?
1: Is that just stupid? I thought it was fucking hilarious, dude.
3: We need him there because Adam Green is one of those people who likes yep. to work with his friends, and he will yep. work them in any way he can. He's like Rob Zombie. I don't have – yeah. Well, and Tarantino. You know, a lot of people do it. I perp- I honestly love it when directors do that yep. because you feel I, – I feel that you Part get to uh, form a relationship almost with them. Yeah. But the
0: thing is he then you don't kill them off though in the first movie though.
3: You're like, yeah, this guy's gone, and then you're like, oh, and then or whatever, and then yeah, but too, yeah. mean, he comes, he calls him down, and he comes walking down the stairs. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's fucking hilarious, you know? And then, I mean,
1: yeah, and then he's like, your you brother know? took the boat out last night. Yeah,
3: I did think that was really funny, you know. Um, and oh, also another thing that I really liked about um the beginning of this was when uh, they're in the, uh, we're in Zombie Shop, and then you see the big Jack Chop promo in the back. Um, that always makes me smile.
1: How about the Frozen reference when, when Emma Bell was on TV?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. That,
1: that's a prime example of it, and that I thought was great because that shows you like, exactly what happened after the movie, too. That wasn't like some vague reference. Like That was a press conference being like, yo, that was some fucked up shit. Like That blew me out of the water. That sold me.
3: Did you guys feel a difference in budget when you're watching these movies? Because I, I didn't. No. I thought that Fuck, was pretty no. seamless. I mean, for this to be almost half the budget of the first one, I didn't even notice.
1: But at the same time, Jamie, they didn't put it out in a bunch of theaters for a long time either. So I wonder if that has to come into play. Do you know what I mean? Because remember that shit went straight to like Video On Demand after a day of, of Hatchet, being out, Hatchet 2 being out in the theaters yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So you would think that 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 a lot of that money would go to putting it in the theaters. Am I right? Or I don't even know.
0: I don't know if the investment money goes to – I
1: would think so. What's it called? Right? Marketing. Marketing, yeah. Yeah, right? Does it? I, I I think so.
2: Yeah, but...
0: Alright, well, let's wind it down and rate it. So, Daniel Harris, like Jamie said, lied about that being her uncle. Uh, you got one last great kill. The tough guy, supposedly, he gets curb stomped. His head slides off the table.
3: That... Oh, that's another thing, too. That yeah, I, I'm all about a curb stomp. I think they're great. Um, <laughs> like the fucking curb. But that's, that's a fun way to spend a Saturday night. But, <laughs> um... But... This guy, he he positions his head and you immediately, as soon as he positions his head, you know what's going to yeah, happen. You know. Yeah. Um, but then there's a good long few seconds for him to back up and get ready. And are you trying to tell me you wouldn't move your head at, at, yeah. you know, in that in, in that frame yeah. of time? I mean, just move your head. Dude. the
0: F
2: moment? <laughs>
3: He didn't even hold him. It's not like he didn't hold him in place. He just put his head down and then backed up. And I'm like, the whole time I'm like, fucking move. (laughs) So
0: then he kills Tony Todd, which was a great kill. He hatchets him in two pieces. Then what does he do? Pull him out of his skin?
3: Yeah. Oh, that. Well, yeah. And okay, that's another one, too. I was loving that kill when I when I thought
0: he was going to pull his spine out.
3: His spine and his skull yeah. were going to come out. Right. style. Yeah. You know, yeah. only yeah. through the bottom, you know, whereas in Predator, it was like through the back. But here right. is like coming, it, pulling it from the bottom. I was, I was so ready to geek out over that. It was going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. But then he just pulled him out of his skin. That
0: was where it went, f- fell apart. And it's, it's weird because,
3: because if you're pulling on the spine, you know, I, and you're not about to pull this guy, just rip him right yeah, out of the skin his skin. And his
0: arms and his and his his ribs and everything else. It's just it just wouldn't happen. And just, <laughs> just by stepping on his back you're gonna hold that skin in place. And the yeah. thing is when he
1: was <laughs> none of this would really happen.
0: <laughs> but the thing is when he's pulling on his spine, his neck started to bundle up like a package of hot dogs and you think that Yeah,
3: that was actually kinda of funny. Yeah, you know, watching the, and it was a nice touch. It was you know, it was nice that that was something he thought to include. Um, mm. I, I appreciated that. And then at that point, you know where it's going and you're just like, oh, no, I'm done. Cause I, I wanted, I guess it's, you know what in that, I'm just being, I'm just being a spoiled brat in that instance because I just, I didn't get what I wanted. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's it. I don't care that it. I, I'm just for, for laughs. I'm saying how it wouldn't have happened. Like his arms yeah, yeah. and stuff wouldn't yeah. have never came through, but the, thi- the
3: technicalities don't Yeah, matter, I'm just saying that me. for a laugh.
0: But in, in reality, like Jamie, my issue was that I didn't get what I wanted.
3: Didn't get what I wanted so I'm pissed you know <laughs> I'm st- I'm stomping my feet and I well, fully admit that I'm just being a brat but um I still think it would have been cooler to see the, the spine yeah the spine pulled, of course you
1: know? well and can I say something before we wrap this up too we talked about Danielle Harris's performance uh I think Tony Todd gave a much better performance than she ever did
0: oh he's a much better actor
1: this Tony was his movie did.
3: This Tony Todd did a great job in this movie. He felt like Tony Todd to me. Just, yeah. And we talked about how in the first one it was just there was such a small amount of him and it was just over the top. It was way Ugh. Exaggerated. Well, yeah,
1: but he was playing Reverend Zombie, and we find out in the second one when he takes off the makeup, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, K- yeah. Kind of like uh, Sid Haig in, uh, in House yeah, I was of gonna the gonna say that too. Devil's Rejects. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing. Like, you find out that it wasn't just his character being weird. Like, no, nah, he was playing Reverend Zombie. And then even, like, uh, I forget what uh, Tom Holland calls him, but he's like, who? He's like, Don't call him Reverend Zombie or something yeah. like that. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah.
3: His, his name was like. Yeah, and, and like see, a- that's.
1: And, and and like when Tony Todd had that one scene where he was explaining Victor Crowley and stuff like that. Man, that shit that I think that's his I mean, not that he's done a whole bunch of shit. I know he was on 24, which was great, but he's I think done it, a
3: whole bunch of shit.
1: I think it's his best probably performance, though, since uh, since yeah,
0: Candyman. great, telli- great storytelling on that scene.
3: Yep. And then, of course, there's his Candyman performance. I mean, we know that whenever you want a story told. You want to get, if you're in the mainstream, you want to get Morgan Freeman. You know, right, 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 right. If, you're in, if you're in the horror genre, you want to get Tony Todd. Right. Yeah. And um, he does he does a classic Tony Todd delivery here. Oh, oh, and fucking Night of the Living Dead. How did I even know? Oh, God. That? Yeah, of course. When he's telling the story about Evan City in Night of the Living Dead and yep. it, he's recounting what happened to him there. You, you're just i don't care how many times I've seen that movie i am just stunned like on the edge of my seat yeah. yep. into that story and that's what he does he yeah. he's amazing for that and so i was so happy to see his performance in this movie being him you know and rather than being the the, the character that he was in the first one yeah
0: all right, well, so Daniel Harris gets on ha- uh, Victor Crowley. She hatchets his face right in the same place. He falls. She starts whacking away, whacking away. His face is pretty much gone, but she still feels the need to get a shotgun and goes,
1: go to hell, go to hell.
0: And then she shoots him in the face. And one thing, I was talking to Jamie earlier, we I noticed a really bad edit there. there was only it, it took you out of it in a weird way, sort of. After she gets done hatcheting, chopping his face. <laughs> she
1: the- she
0: kind of gets up and goes to the right, like she's about to step off of him, and then at the very next cut, she's just straight up on top of him, looking down at him again, and, and gets up, straight up. So it's really, it's a weird thing. It just, I'm, I don't know, normally I don't notice bad edits, but in this in both movies in a row now, that first kill in the part one, uh, besides Robert England, or I don't know which one came in what order, but and then this, two strange edits, just really played weird to me and I think they need a new editor so um <laughs> that's that. Okay, so uh ratings. What do you give this from 1 to 5?
1: <laughs> I liked it. It was like I said it was good. Uh it wasn't
0: great. Um so Dan gives this a 3. Jamie, what do you give this? 2. You didn't like it. Okay.
3: What what are you surprised? <laughs> I just I've said about 37 <laughs> times I don't like it.
0: You were it. <laughs> gushing about this movie for an hour. I thought you loved it what <laughs> I'm gonna give this a, a Daniel Harris eyebrow raising three
3: <laughs> I do I do like the chopping scene at the end too oh 11 11 I do like the chopping scene at the end where uh, you know where she's chopping his face yeah yeah right I like that I love the, the there's so much like rage unleashed in that moment when she's like chopping his face to a bloody pulp. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a nice theme okay. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Alright, so that's our Hatchet Part 1 and 2 review We will be back on June 14th or 15th Just look around that day for our Part 3 review And we're going to have a big, big show So do not miss that one So this is Alex
1: Dan
3: And Jamie
0: And we will be back with the Part 2 of our Hatchet Retrospective For the Skeleton Crew